listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for tuning in. We are talking all hour today about the August 4th primary and the races that are heating up here in southeast Michigan. Right here in Wayne County, two powerful women are running against each other to represent the 13th Congressional District. And both of those women have actually held that seat recently. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib has become a national household name since winning that seat two years ago. She is known as being an outspoken opponent of President Trump and part of the squad in Congress. But before Tlaib was sworn into that seat, Detroit City Council President Brenda Jones had just finished serving out the remainder of former Congressman John Conyers' term after his resignation. In total, Jones served just five weeks on Capitol Hill before returning to her role on city council. But she would like to go back, and she is challenging Tlaib for that seat in Congress yet again. Jones lost to Tlaib in the election for the full term by less than 1,000 votes. That is just 1% of all of the votes cast. Here to talk about why she is trying again is Detroit City Council President Brenda Jones. Brenda, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Good morning. Yes, it's great to have you here with us. So uh, this is the third time you'll uh, face uh, Rashida Tlaib for this seat. Why do you feel like you are the better candidate in this race? Thank you for that question. And I feel like I am the better candidate in this race because of my legislation um, experience. I am a legislator. I write laws. That is the job of a congressperson to write laws. I connect with the people. I represent all people. And I am ready to represent all of the people of the 13th Congressional District. I build coalitions. I don't always agree with um, everyone, but I know how to work with people that I don't always agree with in order to get things done. Um, The person that's currently there does not do that. And so that's why I feel I am a better candidate because the 13th Congressional District is the third poorest district in the United States of America. And to be the third poorest district in the United States of America, things have to change. You have to be able to work with people to bring home the bacon, to bring home the money, to bring home the resources that are needed for the 13th Congressional District. We have a person in Michigan that sits on appropriations. You should have a relationship with that person and work with that person to be able to get things done for your district. Mm. How much money has come to this district and why are we still the third poorest district? So, so I, I've heard that accusation uh, before, the idea that Rashida Tlaib has not done enough for her constituents. Uh, the New York Times wrote this recently about her supporters' response to that criticism, and I want to get you to respond to that. So the, the Times says that her supporters know uh, that a wide range of unions have endorsed Ms. Tlaib, who's opened four community offices, held more town hall-style events than most in Congress, and ensured funding for her district Uh, in coronavirus relief legislation. She also successfully amended an infrastructure plan that Democrats pushed through the House this month to add $22.5 billion to replace lead pipes that contribute 
to the poisoning of children and other people in, in our communities. So what's your response to that? Is that, is that in your estimation, not enough? And let me, let me say this to you. She was not the only person that did an amendment. There was over 300 amendments that went into that bill. And so everyone, when they talk about what one person does, look at what everyone else has done and whether or not that amendment and that money has actually hit the state of Michigan. And no, we've not seen that money yet. We've not seen that money yet. And so and that was done at the very end of her She's doing that right now. That's what she just done. What have she done up to this point? She's held town hall meetings. Yes, I received a phone call um, from one of the constituents who indicated that there was a flyer that Congresswoman Tlaib's office put out that talked about a location to go for coronavirus testing. They went to that location. There was no coronavirus testing at that location on what was that they went to. The testing was somewhere different. They called the office and they said, I went to go take this test. You all had this flyer up. Was this a location that you're giving tests? And they said, no. They seen the flyer and they copied it and they put it there. They did not even check to find out if that was a proper place for testing for coronavirus. Um, so how would you do the job differently from her? So one of the things that, that is recognizable about Congresswoman Tlaib is the profile that she has achieved for not just herself, but for her district, uh, that she talks about how deep the poverty is uh, in that district on a national level. She gets a lot of attention uh, for pointing that out, as well as pushing back against against Donald Trump. Give give me an idea of how Brenda Jones in that seat would do it differently. What what would what would we see that would be uh, appreciably different from from uh, Congresswoman Tlaib, if you want? So what you're telling me is what she talks about. Let's talk about what the constituents are talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting calls from the constituents uh, and what's receiving calls from the constituents that asked me to run for this seat because they felt that they were not getting properly served by their congresswoman. There was a situation that occurred with power being down in Inkster. I'm in Detroit. I received calls from her constituents in Inkster saying that the power was down. They were contacting their congressperson's office to find out what they should do, who should they contact. I used resources that I had right here in the city of Detroit to contact DTE, and they contacted the person that works in Inkster for DTE to get the power working in Inkster. Those are resources and those are relationships that I have built that I'm able to use. They said the Congresswoman office did not assist them at all. So I'm hearing from the constituents. You're telling me what the congresswoman has said. I'm telling you what the constituents have said to me, the voters. Mm. Uh, so you don't live in the 13th district. Uh, and Congresswoman Tlaib has been pointing that out uh, a bit lately. You wouldn't be the only member of Congress, if you were elected, who doesn't live in the district. It's not a requirement of the job. But I I would love to hear you talk about why you're running for this seat rather than the seat uh, where your your residence is, which would be the 14th congressional district. 
So the 13th Congressional District is the district that needs assistance right now. The 13th Congressional District are the people who are telling me that they feel that they are not getting the proper service from their congressperson that they need. The 13th Congressional District, although I do not live here, I connect with the people in the 13th Congressional District. I work with those people. I work with the people in Inkster. I work with the people in Ecorse. I work with the people in Romulus. You know, I am the first vice chair for SIMPOC, Southeast Michigan Council of Governors. Mm-hmm. I talk to the officers that are, I'm sorry, the elected officials that are from those municipalities. I work hand in hand with those people. I have went down and I've gone down to uh, those municipalities. I've worked with those people and, and talked to those people and, and helped service those people. And let me just point out, as you've already pointed out, you don't have to live in the district in order to represent the district. You have to live in the state in order to represent the district. John Kanyas represented the district for quite some time, and he did not live in the district. And let me also point out to you, mind you, does Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib ever point out that she lied about where she lived in order to get a start in politics in the state? Her father pointed that out. And there was an article in the newspaper where her father pointed out that she lied where she lived in order to get a start in the state. You're talking about in the state legislature? Yes, I am. Yeah, right, right. I've, I've, and I, I, I never lied about where I live. I tell the truth about where I live. Mm. Uh, so um, one of the things that is lurking in the background of uh, this contest is the question of race. And, of, of course, we have two congressional districts in the state of Michigan where there is a strong likelihood because of the population that you could have uh, an African-American or another person of color uh, win in those in, in those seats. Uh, this is one of those seats, the 13th congressional district. It was represented for a very long time, many decades, by John Conyers. Uh, there are a lot of people who believe that an African-American ought to have that role, that there should be a black person in that seat. And there are a lot of folks talking about this race who are saying that that is one of the reasons uh, that uh, they uh, are supporting you or uh, or, or uh, interested in seeing a change uh, in this district. I'd love to have you address the idea of of race as it pertains to who who ought to be the 13th congressional district congressperson. Let me um, thank you for that question as well. And let me say this to you. Um, This district is made up of more than 60% of African Americans. It also consists of others as well, such as um, Arab, such as uh, Chaldean, such as whites, such as Hispanics and Latinos. Yes, no one has to tell me how to be black, and no one has to tell me how to be an African-American. I am an African-American. I've been an African-American all of my life. And you have a district that's over 60% of African-Americans. So I walk the same shoes. I walk in the same shoes that the African-Americans walk in because I am an African-American. But not only 
do I represent African Americans when I am invited to things that the Arab community gives, when I'm invited to things that the Caribbean community gives, when I'm invited to things that the Hispanic and Latino community gives, when I'm invited to things that the white community gives, I'm there. I represent all people, all people, and my feet are on the ground working with those people every day. I treat no one different. I work with, uh, I, I work with everyone. Let me also add yeah. something ahead, to Brian. the question, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we're, we're now dealing with social justice, and we're seeing a lot of protests comes out saying Black Lives Matter. I moved, that was a very um, Jim Crow state. I was born in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you talk about why I moved to Detroit, because um, I was asking my, my grandparents. My grandparents were um, the ones that raised me. My, my mother was here in Detroit. Why are you saying yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, to people that don't look like us? And I was a very vocal child. And that's when they felt, well, let me get you out of here before you get us killed. And that's why I moved to Detroit with my mother, who was a public school teacher here. But we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. We're talking about social justice issues. Um, My degree is in psychology. Let me just say to you, I have experience. I've experienced so many things in the jobs that I have done. In, In the 15 years that I have been a city council member, two terms as council president, elected by my peers. Finally, and and we've just got a couple minutes before I've got to let you go um, about about what you think uh, what you think the, the 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 next few weeks will will show us in this race. Uh, as I said, it's it's heated up a little. Uh, what what is your plan to convince voters before August fourth that uh, that they ought to vote for you? So I will continue to talk to voters as I have been doing. I will continue to have my feet on the ground out there. Um, I've not been knocking doors. I do have people that are out there talking to voters as well. Let me just say I was endorsed by uh, the candidates that ran before um, when I ran, Senator Homer Young, Mm -hmm. Senator Ian Conyers, um, Mayor Bill Wild, state reps, uh, Chanel Jackson. I've also been endorsed by other mayors in other municipalities, as well as other elected officials, as well as Fannie Lou Hamer and the Black Slate and other um, faith-based ministers. And so what I will continue to do is go out and talk to people, talk to any audience that asks me to come out and talk to them. I will continue to work with the people that are out there to get things done. I think action speaks much louder than words. And so my action that I've shown in the last 15 years speaks louder than the words of what Rashida Tlaib is saying that she is doing. She is saying that she is doing. And so now she shows up and started doing a lot of things for the constituents while I have been doing things trying to unite our community and trying to help improve the family, senior, and neighborhood services around the city of Detroit. I'm going to continue to do that, and I'm going to work throughout the 13th District and continue to work throughout the 13th District in doing just that. Mm -hmm. And so 
those are things that I will do. Those are things that I have been doing throughout this uh, election. And I'm going to get the vote out. And I'm going to return back to Congress to be the next congressperson to represent the 13th Congressional District because I'm interested in bringing home the resources to rebuild the 13th District economy. And so that's, those are the things that I'm going to do. And I'm going to talk about the things that I'm going to do to the voters. And, and I'm going to ask them to look at the things that I have already done in the city of Detroit and elect me to go back to Congress hmm. to do just those things while there 77 days I voted I'm sorry, well, there are five weeks. I've five weeks. Right. right. Okay. Council President Brenda Jones, it's always great to catch up with you. Thank you very much for coming by to talk about your bid to be the next congressperson from the 13th District. Thank you. Okay. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take a look at the wave of progressive prosecutor candidates who are running here in Southeast Michigan. Stay with us on Detroit Today. 